0: Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of When I Grew Up. On today's episode, it is my pleasure to welcome Won Jang. Hi Won, how are you?
1: Hey, what's up, what's up?
0: <laughs> thank you for joining me all Good the way from here. Korea. Thank you
1: so yes, yes, thank you, thank you guys so much.
0: Oh no, I mean, it's really my pleasure. So right, what time is it in Korea right now? It is in the so morning. it's about
1: 14, 13 hours away. I
0: right. Think. So it's like Thursday yeah. for you and it's Wednesday night for me. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm talking to you from the future. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Actually. Future looks good. Yes. Future yeah. Looks it's looking good. good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I have bad. so
0: much to look forward to tomorrow.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well guys, Juan is here to tell me a little bit more about what he does. Um, so I I have a feeling most of you listening are probably familiar with his name and his work. Um, he is a rapper and also a videographer. Um, I don't know that much about him, so I'm excited to hear more. Uh, we do have some mutual friends um, yeah. that we we still don't know how maybe Which we possibly cool. have met.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it'll <laughs> ring something. Something's gonna pop in our heads when we in the middle of our interview. Hey, yeah. I, you you're from you know. Something like that would come up.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it. either way, I think it's really cool that we're meeting now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one, right before we started recording, I mentioned that, yeah, I have been, I have heard your music before. And yeah. thank um, you. Oh, no. I mean, you don't yeah. need to thank me. It's really good. It's not, it's <laughs> not you, <laughs> difficult to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. But, and I want to get into all that, like your music and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. You're... Uh, you're friends with James Han too
1: Yeah, Uzi Han Yeah,
0: and um, he's been on before And sh- yeah. kind of shared, you know, his wisdom In the mm-hmm. music world with me um, yeah. But I'm, again, Head I feel like yeah. yeah, for real um, I feel like, you know Hearing, even though you guys like do similar things As far as like rapping and stuff mm-hmm. Like I feel like everyone's story is just so different um, right no matter the industry so yeah yeah without further ado Juan what is it that you what does your day look like what do you do as a creative artist yeah. Be-
1: before <laughs> I get into that can I just like share real quick just like um, real quick uh, absolutely
0: but I just
1: want to say thank you for bringing me on in fact when Blair reached out to me I was kind of surprised because I feel currently feel like I'm in, in no position to be sharing advice and things like This mm-hmm. is just how I feel. But, you know, to put it you know, mildly, like, I'm still on my way. And so I'm honored that, you know, I could offer advice. And I hope that whatever I share today could be of some encouragement mm-hmm. to the listeners. And, uh, you know, take out, you know what they say, take out the meat, throw out the bones. And so, but, yeah, I just want to say thank you. But, uh, yeah, my day... I mean it's a it's nothing you know like unusual about my day. I feel like I'm a human being so I have those off days. Try to keep a rhythm of some sorts but I'm not like a bound to one schedule, you mm-hmm. know. It really is like I chase after the inspiration so if the inspiration hits at right right before I go to bed, then I get up and write it down or put it on my phone or record it on my voice memo Um, but honestly lately I've been trying to sleep a little early because I'm getting right around that age where you (laughs) kind of need to have some sort of routine or else you just kind of fall into a little bit of laziness Um, and it's also not just you just feel weird sure like you can't do all-nighters like you used to
0: that's that's true yeah
1: (laughs) And so you want to kind of start kind of taking care of your body, your mm-hmm. mind. It's all connected, you know? Your yeah, spirit, absolutely. everything is connected. Um, so yeah, my typical day um, lately, especially because of COVID, a lot of indoors, um, try to go for a walk and things like that. But um, yeah, it, it really depends on on the, the opportunity um, that kind of lays before you. Mm. So yeah. yeah, it's just random. Yes. Yeah, a little bit random.
0: Well, you said you were like in transition, um, yeah. as you mentioned. And um, but bef- before the transition, I guess, what, what were you doing for work and stuff?
1: Yeah, so I've been out in Seoul, Korea for since 2018. Um, I've been fortunate to travel, visit back home for a little bit, back and forth. But I've been working for... Uh, an entertainment company as a pd that's what they call them here pd pd name you know that's what. Oh, they right said. right yeah so it's just pretty much means you're a producer um there's different levels of pd um, but i was it's a small relatively small company and uh mm. i was a video name, uh, video name video 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 director there and so most of my task was just uh, it was a music entertainment uh, company, so I directed music videos, and I, I try to, you know, humble. So I try to make anything that markets the artists within the the uh, the entertainment company. So oh,
0: wow, okay, so I feel yeah. like you're like really underplaying everything, but I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, this is seems like a really big deal in the sense of yeah. you know you going to Korea and finding. This kind of position, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I from what I understand, Korea is very competitive.
1: It is, it is. So it's, it's. Uh, you know, even though it's a small company, I, I wouldn't say it's. It's not like JYP or or uh, <laughs> what's the other one? I forget. But um, it's not any of these big companies. But it is very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I guess we'll get we'll hash it out and whatnot. But yeah, that's what I did. Um, but uh, unfortunately, in 2020,
2: mm.
1: when COVID hit, like it took a big hit on the company, and um, yeah, like you said, it's just a, just how competitive is out here, just all that everything considered. So uh, we kind of um, I transitioned out, mm. and the company um, like uh, decided to go a different way. So yeah, because it was a music. Uh, mostly music uh, label kind okay. of uh, entertainment. And so for them to house uh, like a video people, video you know, artists, it was like a big stress on them.
0: Sure, yeah. And so
1: they decided to take it a different route. And so, yeah. So i just been freelancing for a while.
0: Man, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Um, COVID was extremely impactful for so many people and it's Mm -hmm. unfortunate that that had to happen um but i feel like you know just even talking before we started recording it seems as though it may have been a good move for you it seems like you're going to come back to atlanta soon right
1: yeah so i I plan to come back you know honestly for a
0: while or like
1: for for good i
3: think oh
1: yeah so it, it was a tough decision it was kind of a mixed feeling but I would say one thing though, like a lot of Kyopos here, a lot of uh, Korean-Americans or Asian-Americans who, or foreigners who come here a lot of them um, <clears throat> like for one reason or another like choose to go back mm. um, some stay but it's more on the rarity, I think um, it really depends and so even the people that have lived here a long, long time they kind of um have like the usual like struggles that we all kind of share as a Mm -hmm. collective Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean it's a good place to be but at the same time it's it's a challenging place to be but anywhere too if you even if you're in europe and you're from america you know so
0: um you said struggles like that you guys all kind of similarly face right yeah. Like what are w- can you elaborate on that? Right.
1: Sure. So, so just I mean, different people, with different struggles. Uh, but I think the underlying factor is that, like we mentioned, it's such a competitive society. Mm. Um, this and then there's pressures here that you don't quite face in America, um, even if you I mean, you go to a city. It's similar like the bad air, um, you know, a lot of angry people. But um, I think it's just a different mindset little mind different mindset here Mm. and there's an extra level of uh, cultural differences that you have and um, and you know it's not a like a negative like i'm not dissing korea or dissing america no no just pros and cons but a lot of the things that we have here like in america like just free to speak your mind you know like free to be yourself is something you can do in korea but if you choose to do so like there are some challenges interesting and yeah you're gonna headbutt with a lot of people right um whether you had good intentions or not like yeah you know you're already it doesn't matter if you speak like perfect korean mm. you already stick out just because like how you dress first um like you stick out and so you, it's all about fitting in in Korea and trying to be unique at the same time and that's a very very difficult thing and I think if you don't have like a specific calling or desire like super uber passion um, it's difficult
2: mm.
1: um, but like it really is like uh, depending on who you are and your 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 story so and yeah, so I have a kind of a mixed feeling about traveling back. Um, I just feel like with this profession, I'll say you're always... if always feels like you're on the move. And to me, it's like a never-ending season of transitions. Mm. That, that's how, kind of how I feel. And um, I enjoy it. Mm. But at the same time, it's cause, it's a cause of a lot of fear. Of
0: course, I, like uncertainty
1: uncertainty Mm. but there's a certain aspect you have to embrace with this uh with this line of profession if i can say
0: oh man okay so like let's get into (laughs) there's a lot yeah Yeah, i mean like i just feel like there's so much there and um, i mean i hear everything you're saying and it just really i don't know it doesn't seem unfamiliar to me just because that's what i imagine like for sure yeah for somebody that you know um is as creative as you are and wants to do like creative things like i feel Mm -hmm. like um like that is the fear for a lot of young people too right like the instability but not just young people it's like young people's parents you know Mm. like yeah and then their parents putting on the pressure and telling them like
3: Mm -hmm. hey
0: like are you sure you want this but i felt like it was interesting that you said you know Like, what is your passion? Like, are you really deeply passionate about it? And if you are, then it seems as though that's what's carried you this far. Um, But like, can you take me back to the beginning? Like...
1: Right. So, um, I wasn't born in in Atlanta. This is where I'm from, by the way. But um, I think like, uh, it's interesting because our family immigrated to Atlanta. When I was 10. Oh, so, that's
0: like old.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you mean old? That's uh, Like, old? like, you, mean, like you, you
0: know, p- some people tell me they're like, they're c- born in Korea and they moved here when they were like two. So I'm like, uh, oh, I mean? okay, okay, gotcha. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But like, meaning like when you're mm-hmm. 10, you've already right. said like, you have Korean roots, you know? Yeah, like, I do. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so there's some pros and cons to that as well. But, uh. I think I kind of define myself as a 1.5-er. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really second-gen, neither am my first gen. So if I first-gen. So I, it, and it, it really affected, impacted how, like, my life, like, even the way that I think. And, and it also it affected my struggles, too, a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. anyway, so for me, it was all about fitting in uh, since the beginning, learning the language. And as you can imagine, like, the immigrant, we have a lot of, you know, the community that we know who have experienced shared experience with that. But yeah, I grew up in a immigrant home and, you know, it's a very typical, but you mentioned like parenting earlier, but it's funny because my parents, had, you know, they contradicted themselves all the time because my dad, you know, he is, you know, like he's pretty, pretty smart guy and he's pretty well read. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of Asian parents are, geniuses underneath like their jobs, you know, like, you know, well, you know, what typical our parents, you know, they they clean cleaners or store owners or, you know, whatever, but they're like There's a lot there. There are a lot of things, you know, Um, even though that's not their occupation, but Mm. Speaking of that, like my dad really instilled like a lot of dreams to me Like he listened to a lot of music growing up like there's always music playing in the house like, Sunday morning, Saturday morning, when he's not working, I, I wake up to music or some sort of music DVD or VHS tape. Mm. <laughs> and uh, anyway, but so it was very contradicting because in on one hand, my dad was like, dream big, son, and think big, and be helpful for to people, like, don't do bad things and et cetera, you know, be a good person, you know, and uh, think big. But in another hand, It's like, but at the same time, do something, get a license of some kind, Um, do something secure. The security is all, it's all about that security. Um, So he, they very uh, contradicted themselves. And Mm -hmm. so I I think I grew up kind of confused. And so, (laughs) (laughs) um, so, yeah, I mean, that was one thing that, that I felt like early on, like, I didn't want to be like my parents in the sense of like being stuck in a job where um, they don't want, it's a job, you know, it's just a job and there's no passion. You just Mm -hmm. do it to survive. So um, yeah, I mean, that security is very important. Now that I'm older, it's more important than ever. Mm -hmm. And you need some sort of security for sure. Um, But at the same time, there was this pull like, I don't know how to put it, but a life without some sort of passion or life just that is just secure for me was not life lived. Like Mm. there's like this strong like feeling that I grew up with as a child and just like, wow, you know, I did not come all the way to America to like that did not was it didn't sit well with me it wasn't attractive to me for some reason you know and i just grew up with that mindset and uh it's it's somewhat complicated for everyone for me too but now that i think back you know like yeah i just yeah
0: (laughs) no yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and so then at what point did you realize like you like you love music
1: Yeah, I mean, I always make, like, thought music was awesome. Like, especially because I told you, like, I was, it was all about fitting in for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, you know, we fit in, like, listening to a certain style of music and sharing it with friends. And so that's kind of like what I did early on. Like, I don't know if you remember, but uh, back in the day, you know, at the farmer's market or H Mart, they used to have tapes. Like church would, churches, various churches would have tapes recorded. Yeah, that's
0: how they would like witness.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that's how they would witness. And so I would take those tapes, uh-huh. three. and I would put a little sticker over it, over the dubbing part.
3: Uh huh.
1: And then I would use those tapes to redub. I would make little mixtapes.
0: Oh my gosh, that is yeah. so smart.
1: Yeah, and I would, literally, sometimes I would make mixtapes with just one song. So it was just like sixty minutes of one song, and I would. I would give it to my cousins. I would give it to my family. Hey, listen to this.
3: That
0: is so smart. I'm so shocked yeah, yeah. right now. Why didn't I yeah. think of that?
1: <laughs> but yeah, it, it's funny. And then, you know, some parts where I didn't record all over, like all of a sudden, like a church, like in the middle of the sermon will pop out after right, a song. Right. So, uh, <laughs> and I would apologize you know, <gasps> to whoever I gave it to them. But that's kind of like what I did early on. So I've always had an affinity with music and just fitting in and you know and at the time like that was kind of like the start of Korean wave mm-hmm. uh, and nobody knew at the time it was like a start of the Korean wave but you know like artists like um, like when I first came like Seataeji was still around and Kim Gong-mo was around mm-hmm. and and then after right after that all the boy bands H.O.T. and You know, Sex Keys and all all those guys started coming. So for me, it was like growing up in America, like, I didn't have any examples, heroes, that Mm I looked up to. There was nobody. And so, it's like for me, I I kept looking East and I think a lot of people did that. Mm -hmm. And so, that's how I garnered, like, like, love for music. But, Mm -hmm. it was still later, I started to get into music because I didn't, I mean, I am not a rapper. Like, I don't have that type of, tip, like, personality that when we associate with rappers, I don't have that <laughs> personality.
0: Like, what do you mean? Like, like, yeah. charismatic and stuff? Like,
1: just Yeah, charismatic, kind of- like, confident, like, uber, like, super confident, like, too confident.
0: I guess, I guess. And, you
1: know, what they call swag, You dripping with swag, yeah. and, <laughs> you know, from the hood, and uh, you grew up super poor, which I did, but not to that level you know right and so right. um yeah but yeah so i didn't i did not think that i would like be expressing myself through the art of rap and hip-hop and so okay surprising well, yeah
0: okay so i know you went to university of georgia right
1: yeah i did. only know
0: this because of just mutual friends but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and so like when you were at school what did you study
1: yeah i studied in uh, um um and so, well, I was saying, like, I got into music also. Like, I, like the actual creation of music uh-huh. through video. Because when I was making video, I realized you need music to help tell a story and to enhance the experiences. Video, right? So, yes. um, so yeah, I've always, you know, enjoyed making videos too while making uh, music. But I made videos first
0: okay okay and
1: so there's no music study for hip-hop and you don't major in it uh, i still don't think you can do that now now i don't
0: think so but um uh,
1: but you can with video so that's 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 the closest thing to what i like and so that's what i did um but there wasn't any major that was like exactly what i wanted to do and the closest thing i could find was in journalism so the uh, school of journalism was the closest thing and so i majored in pretty Much BA in journalism with the focus of uh, media arts, and at the times it was called telecommunication arts, which is yes. ter- terrible name. Well, I'm
0: your Hubert. I'm also a Grady <laughs> oh, for graduate. Real? Oh, yeah, and, Grady. Um, tele- telecom changed to mass media arts,
1: yeah, and that's what Thank I God. graduated in. Oh, you did, yeah, okay. <laughs> wow, did you know that prior to the no, podcast? No,
0: I had no idea.
1: Oh, you had no, no idea. No clue. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I it makes feel- sense.
0: It makes sense. Like now that you're yeah. telling me, I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, that makes yeah.
1: sense. I did a little bit of, uh, um, at the time, I think they still have it, but music business as well. It was like a certificate oh, program. Oh,
3: nice.
1: And so right uh, right when I was getting into it, it was like in the beginning of the music, uh, music business program. Uh, but to be honest, though, like it was like, It was fun but it was kind of a like weird experience because I feel like since they just started, we were kind of like the guinea pigs of that whole program. I see. And so like, yeah, they just had like every day, every class, it was just like no lectures. It was just like musicians would come and they would just speak. Which was cool. That's
0: interesting. I feel like that's kind of cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was cool but like, you know,
0: you didn't learn anything? Yeah.
1: I mean, you you know, that's always a thing, you know? And that's something we'll get into, I guess, too. But, like, it's really what you put into it. Yeah. You know, if you just try... If you just decide to cruise your way out of college, then that's literally what happens. You just, and No,
0: absolutely. I mean, I don't think yeah. I am applying anything I even learned in college.
2: Yeah. Only because you I really didn't don't. really make
0: yeah. the effort to...
1: Yeah, and yeah. I think part of it is not your fault, Blair, but it's it's like half and half. You know, like there's, lots, there's a limit to the education system yeah. too. Yeah. Just like, I mean, how much can they teach? And, you know, like they can teach it to you so that you can get a grade and a degree, but there's a limit to it as well. So no,
2: absolutely. one thing
1: I was going to say is mm-hmm. like, if you want to get into the any sort of media industry um besides maybe like getting on to like if you want to be anchor or things like that like but even with that i just feel like these days you don't really need to go to college um, this is
0: like my soapbox right now because you know i have two kids yeah. and so like my husband and i we go back and forth on a lot of things and mm-hmm. Even I mean, especially education system. Just because my son's gonna be in kindergarten, not this year but next year. So like, even just homeschooling and stuff. Like because, like, what is what is really the point of being at school for eight hours if you're not learning the things that you're actually interested in, right? So I mean, I need for life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so actual life. Um, no, I hear what you're saying, and I Mm -hmm. feel like yes. Mm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> so one one thing that i learned is is um that you know going to college is cool and you know it's something it gives you it still gives you in, in a valuable like a valuable experience mm, and, for sure but mostly it's really the connections that you make and the time that you you can use that time to um you know you have a, a lot of free time i mean more time than when you're out of school but you can use that time to keep learning Mm -hmm. so it's like a it's a good time it's you're you're in this really nice bubble safe safety net in some sense of school Um, so it's nice but but if you are um, really gung-ho and you're confident and you know what you want to do i don't think you don't really need it and so you can uh, right out of high school or even in high school you can just go for it, and whatever it is, and so, and there's so many resources available now versus when I was in high school.
0: No, absolutely, yeah. Yes. So,
1: <laughs> so it's really up to you.
3: Yeah.
1: And so, and that's the hard part being the Asian American, Korean, mm-hmm. growing up in Korean American is it's like a college is a must, and so, yeah. And so, for us, maybe you sh- we should go to college, but when you do go to college. Like, use that time wisely and not just depend on it. Especially if we're talking about this industry, yeah. the media industry. Yes. You know.
0: Yeah, that's sound so. advice. That's good. Yeah. Um, okay, so, um, just kind of pushing through the timeline, I guess. You graduate college. Mm-hmm. You have a degree and a bachelor's in media from Grady, yeah. and then you said you got your. Was it a music business? Like? Well,
1: I almost did, but uh, it's a funny, sad story. But um, I had to take accounting. Uh huh. But I was just so terrible at <laughs> accounting,
3: uh-huh.
2: and
1: so that's another advice for you: don't ever <laughs> underestimate accounting. Started uh, no, off, I mean, it started I, out I very easy. I personally started, do not. Yeah, <laughs> it started out very easy, and I, I just. I was just like, I don't need to study for this. And so, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was worth taking the accounting. So I, d- I didn't get it. But I don't regret it, though. Just oh, no, because I don't
0: think it's a big, huge deal. No, but
1: <laughs> I, I just felt like I learned what I, all that I could. Mm. And I guess we're getting into, like, my first job and things like that. And I, I can tell you that even if I had that certificate, it doesn't really mean much. Oh, okay, in, in the actual reality. I
0: see. I see nobody
1: really right. looks at it and
0: sure Wow,
1: you know <laughs> Maybe some people but you know in actuality
0: Maybe it gets you in the door for some places, but then
1: maybe yeah, maybe but
0: then maybe that's it after that yeah. But yeah, okay, so you graduate mm-hmm. then what was like I mean, you know because that's like if you know, a lot of right. people graduating college is like a reality shock you know mm-hmm. um because it's like when the adulting really starts and yeah. you're no longer told what to do with your life and now you have to actually make some decisions and so um yeah what did those de- decisions look like for you
1: yeah and so um you know like i wanted to just what i wanted was more experience mm. in the field and um
0: Oh, sorry. Without, Can I interrupt yeah. you real quick? Go ahead. So, like, at this point after graduating, like,
1: uh-huh.
0: for you, like, the dream, the hope, like, what was it as far okay. as a like, career goes?
1: Yeah, so, you know, to be honest, like, I was uh, around 22 or or 20, I think, mm-hmm. 21. But I was kind of conflicted um, between the two paths. And mm-hmm. so even when i was in school like towards the end um is when i was in grady college and it's like really short time 2 years of like stuff you actually want to do um and i was conflicted at the time because that's when i was like really getting into you know rapping and just making music and oh this whole time i started making music in high school um while I was making video, and so I just kept trying to improve and just something you naturally happens because you keep doing it with no reason other than you just, hey, this is fun, I enjoy. And it was an outlet for me to express, um, you know, all the stuff that I was talking about, like fitting in, mm-hmm. figuring out who I am, mm-hmm. my identity, mm-hmm. just struggles and all the triumphs too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was conflicted at that point, like, man, do I, do music or do i pursue video um do i do another job because hey this 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 job ain't paying me right now so it's mm-hmm. just like a lot of identity stuff like mm-hmm. man what do i do in my life so um to say to share to, to to your listeners that it's okay like to even when you get out of college like man it's okay if you don't have it somewhat figured out
3: yeah
1: it's nice if you do but even if you do, like, it's not always going to work out in the direction you want it. And so I was kind of in that, like, you know, right in the middle. And so yeah, for sure. even my professor, kind of like the in interview before you go graduate, he was like, so what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, you know, I really love music and blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, why don't you just do music then? And then at the time, I was like, well... I don't know, you know, you know, it's it's so much uncertainty there, even more than video. And so, yeah, so I was kind of torn between the two. But Mm. what eventually happened was as I was making music, I was pursuing um, job opportunities in video. Okay. And So which is a common thing. um, But it really kind of worked out for me because like those two things were always kind of like together for Mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. so I was doing a lot of video work that involved music you know so music videos and working with artists things like that Um, but yeah I mean when I got out I was like for the first year I was like wow I this doesn't mean much (laughs) I didn't get any jobs like past after a year Mm. and so it was like a really um like reality hit me real quick and i went through a lot of like humbling process
3: yeah
1: yeah i was like man what am i man i'm i'm dirt like Mm -hmm. that's how how i felt like Mm -hmm. and i did a lot of part times um figuring things out so yeah so it just i think we'll get into it but it took a lot of uh just kind of going out in faith and like if you don't believe that kind of stuff like like you need some some luck and also some some miracle and i do want to say that they are there Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's an aspect of that
0: yeah yeah Yeah, for sure um so uh i don't like i'm I don't want to like miss anything you know
3: Sure.
0: but but, um i'm curious like if we could backtrack just a little bit about just you like doing music and stuff you know during that time like social media and everything was not prevalent yeah Um, Yeah. and so like how did you okay one like you just recorded like by yourself like with your own equipment and then Mm -hmm is my question and then my other question is like how did you even push your music out during that time
1: yeah i mean you know like you know like i'm definitely even now i'm not like a big artist like i'm still like i said like i'm on my way and just just uh working
2: Mm -hmm. um
1: but that's not the purpose obviously for me um to to like be become like this biggest artist you know um I'm sure we'll we'll get into that, but for me, like yeah, you're right. Like there was no social, like anything like that. You could do that, but you had to put your stuff up. Um, this was before YouTube, so um, you didn't. I didn't really put up stuff.
2: Um, mm.
1: One because I was kind of still developing, and sure. I knew that, and I felt a little shy. Like I'm naturally <laughs> a shy person. Like uh-huh. I don't. I didn't like getting in front of people, um, which is why hip-hop really was attractive to me because, like, when I was writing stuff, like, I was painting a picture and I was writing down a lot of my hopes. And in that hope, I saw myself being more confident and mm. becoming a better person and all that, being, being a better son, um, even, like, having money. Like, like you kind of... I was, like, early on, I was writing stuff, you know, like that and exploring those themes and, um, and you know, in the rare times when I did get it in front of people to share music, like, it was, like, very, still very, even now, like, nerve-wracking experience. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, and so that's what I did. Um, not all the time, but mostly it was just me at home. And, yeah, I mean... It's, n- it's not like even though we didn't have those things like as much resource we do now like there were still resources available mm-hmm. like i could burn a cd still that's true um and i literally like the first oh
0: man good times
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah yeah i could yeah i enjoyed th- that i really did like like i would um i didn't even know like you could pay and do that like your like companies to print out cds for you i didn't know so what I did was I just got those 100 CD bundles. Yeah. And then I would find the ones with the white, like, things you could draw on them.
3: Uh-huh, uh-huh, you know? And
1: then I w- that's what I did. I literally drew each, like, each CD it was hand-printed. I, I bought the uh, disc, and that's what I did. And at my parents' job, there was, like, a copy machine. Uh-huh. So I initially drew, like, my face, like, weird, like, just, like, an animated face, and then... Um, I copied that and then I just made the CDs and I made like a hundred and then I just passed it out to people that I knew and at the time it was just people at my church, friends, um, people that I felt comfortable sharing my music with and so that's that's kind of like what I did and, um, and I think even now if you ask like some people that knew me from the past like some of them might have those CDs still and um, so that's how like, not like a vast amount, but that's how like word got around for me. Like, oh yeah, one, you know, he's doing music.
0: That's um, pretty awesome, man. I'm like, yeah. how do I get my hand on one of those CDs?
2: I want? Yeah, hear? please,
1: please don't, because <laughs> a lot of it is filled with a lot of embarrassing. Lot, if I, I can't, I cringe when I listen yeah. to that. Now. <laughs> uh, but I have it at my house, like yeah. just I have like a whole, you know, section that i just put away uh, pretty, i wanted to keep that that's
0: yeah. a good like you know like <laughs> grind story like you know like what you had to do to like cuz yeah. you loved it so much i yeah, feel it, like you know yeah yeah you don't do stuff like that if you don't <laughs> enjoy it yeah. and you know feel passionate about it that's really cool i like mm-hmm. that um
1: it was fun yeah
0: okay so like you're looking for like Fast forward, and you're looking for video jobs. You said the first year out of college was really crappy for you. Um, Yeah. Which is relatable. I like, Mm -hmm. it's not the same story, obviously, but my sentiments are very similar. You know, Mm -hmm. I just realized I hated post editing. I thought I wanted to do that. And then I was like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. And um, I went into like, live sports television producing for a little while and it was great but mm-hmm. at the end of the day I was like this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life um yeah and then it's like oh, now what <laughs> like, you yeah. know so I mean I think what you're sharing is like very familiar to a lot of us right that yeah, are yeah. um mm-hmm. doing it now but, but uh-huh
1: yeah you go ahead go ahead
0: oh no I was going I was just gonna ask you um mm-hmm. so I mean like yeah so that you graduated what 2010 Ten, yeah, right Yeah 2010 yeah And then you went to Korea you said in 2018 Yeah That's a big gap
1: Sure so I didn't go to Korea I didn't start off like hey I'm going to go to Korea like that's not what happened Uh-huh But um it's it's I think it's going to require like two podcasts to explain the whole thing but basically like I did end up getting a job um uh, but one thing I did want to say that mm-hmm. that year that I spent, I think, was really required, though, for me. Mm. Um, I mean, to be honest, I think I feel like a couple of months would have been fine. But, <laughs> um, but even so, like that year of just being humbled and just getting struck with that reality, like definitely a lot of songs came out from that time and yeah, a lot of growth just yeah. happened, I feel. Yeah. And there's a lot of things in college that you just don't you just cannot learn and. I realized, like, even though, like, I knew a lot of stuff and I knew a lot of people, you know, like, you get all that in in school too, but it's just not, it does not prepare you, like, until you actually come face to face with it, and, um, which is okay, and and you know, so I, that year to me, I honestly was, it played a crucial role in shaping me, wow. in my character,
3: wow,
1: and that's one thing that I wanted to share that's that that's one one thing i feel really adamant about is one thing i realize is you know at the end of the day character is the most important thing mm. that you can develop more than your skills like your character if your character is, is is great so many things fall in line for you and i i think i speak from experience from that and and i think you can relate with that too but
3: wow, yeah
1: um but yeah, I did get a job, uh, which is funny story. I applied using monster.com. I don't even know if it still exists. Does it I think still so. Exist? I think it does. Yeah. It still exists? Okay. Monster.com, I, I remember spreading my application on that thing like everywhere. But I had applied to this place and I had forgotten about it. And they got back to me half a year later. So six oh months goodness. later, they got back to me. I didn't even know I applied. Like, Uh when did I apply to this place? And, um, it was this small, like, Christian, um, TV company. TV production company. What? At first, I was kind of, like, worried because is this, like, a cult? Like, I was kind of worried. Like, is this, like, a weird place? And, but, thankfully, it turned out to be okay. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. But, again, like, When I talked to you earlier about like miracles and like things just happening, Mm
2: -hmm. you don't
1: even, you can't control that kind of things. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so that's what happened for me. And um, yeah. And yeah, even the interviewing process was kind of crazy because it was like a group interview. I was the last person to be interviewed. And it's one of those times when my name and me being Korean, it's, it's really interesting. Really took advantage like because I stood out
3: right
0: my
1: name stood out a lot of people think like I'm from like Argentina or like South America oh, because
0: it's, like, it's Juan. My name
1: Juan like Juan J-U-A-N. Is that what your name is in America only I in guess, America.
0: I guess yeah,
1: yeah, so Yeah, so anyway when I had that interview like, you know, it was a group interview and I really stood out to them and and everything that i had built up to that point like um i didn't get to share with you but like the way that i would make videos in high school was crazy like again I, we didn't have youtube like that and even if we did nobody was putting up stuff mm-hmm. like like that and it wasn't even in hd mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. 3 yes uh, 360p like 480 probably. like like it was some people were still yeah Getting into DSL and cable modems then. It was just crazy times. But so I would go to the library to rent VHS tapes. And the reason why I would do that is so that I can get the footage off of these tapes. Um, and I would make little videos, music montages and stuff. That's using crazy. Those and stuff. And so all that was building for me. like. Mm. And so it's interesting because in my first in that job interview like obviously they want to see your your work like your demo reel and so i showed them my work from college and they're like oh it's cool and then i showed them a video that i did in high school Mm -hmm. it's like this nerdy video that i made and like i think i use like mario like stuff like i use like the game and then i made this like and i put like a like a Super Mario, hip-hop beat of some kind. It was like okay. a remix. I, I still have it somewhere. I don't know. But I showed them that. And they were like, yo, like, they were impressed. And it's not that the quality of it was impressive to them. But it was the, like, right. the passion. And, like, wow, the this outside guy.
0: outside-the-box thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy
1: yeah. really likes video. Um, And, you know, and, of course, like, the character stuff that I was talking about. It was mm. more important to them. Sure. Because, you know, but besides that as far as like the passion and the desire like that's what helped me stick out and so Mm. um they saw some kind of potential and so I worked there for four years and it was another uh important time for me Mm. to grow uh just all over like my character just me being a better person me being a more forgiving person gracious person um growing more in confidence and yeah it was only i needed that time for me to eventually um, go come out here in mm-hmm. korea so um, a lot of stuff yeah. yeah
0: i mean i feel like there's so many layers to this story yeah. but i'm i am curious just for the sake of the podcast itself right um as far as you know your job as a videographer for this what you said christian te- yeah. what, it's it like abrupt? a christian
1: production yeah it was a they had like a tv show and a okay. radio show it was like a tv slash radio show okay um,
0: mm-hmm. um so like what what could you tell me a little bit more about your job as a videographer for them during that time like kind of like yeah. what kind of things you would do
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i was a um it was a s- relatively small production firm mm-hmm. um so there's a lot of For me, a lot of room for me to grow and learn. And Mm -hmm. so what I did was I was a video editor slash uh, I ended up being the videographer. So, um, you know, it's unique to each production firm or place wherever you end up working at. If you do decide to work at a production firm. Mm -hmm. But it just revolved around this host. And then he had a daily podcast and a TV show Mm -hmm. for certain cable networks. And so... Um, you know, we would shoot the shows, um, like I think Tuesday and Wednesday, I think. And so we would, um, it, it revolved around this host moving around in a set with two camera guys. And so I was one of the camera guys. Mm. And so we had me and my friend, my colleague who I'm still close friends with to this day. We would do these elaborate dance, um, so pretty much not trying to get into the shot into the frame right right and uh yeah that's that's what we did and yeah so i would take then those um uh the shows that we just shot and i would be the one editing it and the friend the colleague that was there before me he would supervise and uh fine tune everything and make sure i didn't miss out anything and so that's that was my um duties and so just um editing and shooting and um and if i have ideas you know i would share it things like that
0: um so do you like editing
1: i do you know i do enjoy it um and you know i feel like that's what i did most more than the actual shooting uh-huh Just because you realize like um shooting revolves around um if you want to do something more elaborate, you need more people.
0: Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You
1: need like a crew. Um, and one thing is with the art of uh, filming, you, you can't do it all by yourself. And mm. so I ended up doing a lot more editing just because like my desire to make stuff was great. But yet, I didn't have a lot of people to shoot with and things like that. And so I just had to do what I, whatever I had to do at the time. And so… Mm-hmm. Um, And so, like, my editing skills just, I think, became a little bit better than actual shooting skills. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And so, uh, that's what I ended up doing more. Um, Do I enjoy it? I do. But it's hard. It's getting harder.
0: Uh, Like, okay, so the reason Mm -hmm. I hated it was just, like, my personality as a perfectionist. I just would get into these modes of, like unsatisfied mm-hmm. every time i redo it i'm still unsatisfied have to do it again and like <laughs> it yeah. just it was so tedious but like i know people really love it mm-hmm. but like are do you enjoy that process too
1: um some aspects of it
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um i think you know it's enjo- it's more enjoyable when you're just editing and you don't have anybody to really Uh, like speak to in terms Mm -hmm. of like nobody's like managing your editing process sure
0: yeah yeah
1: that's when it becomes more difficult right and potentially frustrating but as far as just like the art of editing I think it's really uh, a fun and rewarding process Um, and part of that perfection that you talk about being detailed oriented like yeah I mean that is, is is a stress too for me but I think when you edit i think i over the years i've edited a lot of different things i, I realized when i think back but part of that is um is necessary mm-hmm. but you know you have to kind of um let go in, right. in some sense like and you have to have that constant thought of like yes you want to be detailed and you don't want to miss anything but even if you did have peace, knowing that whatever you make is not going to be perfect. There's not nothing. Uh, there's no such thing as perfection, a perfect film or a perfect video. And the thing about it is that besides the like the standard general rule, like if you're shooting an interview, like you want to have them in the frame, like right. you want to make sure people can see the person's face. Like other than those general rules, like there is no rule. Mm. like whatever you make is whatever you make and yeah i mean if you make it so that most people would enjoy it i mean yeah most people will enjoy it but mm. just because you make it in a weird way doesn't mean that it's a bad thing or um but obviously there's consequences of that but, <laughs> but at the same time i'm just saying like you just kind of release like like it, it's that kind of kind of like your baby, and then you mm-hmm. kind of have to release it, let them out into the world, and yeah, and yeah, as a I mom, mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, no, something I just like feel that,
0: like yeah. you know with any creative too, it's like they're I feel like all creatives are just so brave, like they have to be so vulnerable with what they do, and you know something so mm-hmm. personal, they're like you said, releasing it to the world right. to see yeah. and um but again I, th- I guess it comes back to what it is that you said about just being confident in what it is that you're good at and you love yeah. in order to share it with other people right right um just yeah. i
1: think just finding that peace um you know like you know it comes with the territory and just just knowing that it's going to be okay and this is why I keep talking about character and because that all, all of that falls into it. Character isn't, I'm not just talking about character that, um, how you're viewed, you know, from other people, but your heart, like how you mm. process things, mm. how you deal with failure. Like some people even say it's not failure. There's no such thing as failure. You know, mm-hmm. like just uh, being able to have that and build over the years that kind of um, process, like how you deal with pain how you deal with uh being said no being rejected
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um like all kinds of things come into play and so yeah that does scare me like man i feel like i'm missing something when i Mm -hmm. put out something Mm -hmm. but it's like sometimes Mm -hmm. like just just like having a deadline helps too helps helps, yeah you just you just have you you don't have a choice so you just let it go right 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 oh well you know kind of thing and um but, yeah, I mean, it, it, and as you develop that, you just kind of get better at um, being okay with, you know, you try your best um, and then you're okay with the results. Mm. And then you on to the next, next, you know, let's go to the next thing. And so um, I do enjoy it, but just it's getting tough, though, the sitting down and, and um Yeah. So you have to do what you can. You got to take take walks. Maybe you get a standing desk or you, you do what you can. You edit in your head and to save time.
0: Make, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but that, you know, you don't even have to try. That happens to you. Right. Like you Over shoot,
2: time.
1: You edit in your head and you shoot it in a way where, you know, with the editing in mind. And so.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so that, so I guess that happens, right? Like you don't need, you know what. Shots you want Already Mm -hmm. Yeah So you just do those And then maybe Some extra B-roll
1: Yeah And you know You know like A lot of times That's why they uh, Post shoot You know Which means Like They shoot after the fact So they They shoot anything That was missing So If there's a big budget They can do stuff like that To go back And Oh we need We should shoot that uh, Shoot that Or film that Like Oh man That would be great For this scene You know Because A lot of stuff you can always plan but there's always stuff where oh man like we need to reshoot this or this would be great in addition and so that kind of stuff happens but most likely it doesn't <laughs> um i guess for for me at least maybe yeah. other more accomplished um uh, filmers would uh beg to differ but for me when you work with like smaller um gigs and smaller um mid mid-grade uh budget stuff like you have to kind of get it in the right like the first time yeah and you kind of have to fix everything
2: during editing
0: yeah that's i mean i hear you i mean time is money too so yeah yeah for sure okay so you uh, after four years of working there you get this experience and Mm -hmm. what's next for you
1: yeah so what happened was during those four years like It's what started happening was um, since it was a small uh, firm and it was very comfortable. um, And I think if I just was comfortable, I think I could have worked there for a little longer Mm. even. But I started having like like these like um, moments in when I was working. Like um, I just felt like I outgrew the place. And so... My dreams was getting bigger, and and I think a lot of it happened with like just uh, certain frustrations that I had with the direction of the company at the time. Mm. And so like I felt like we could do a lot of stuff there, and I really resonated with my colleagues in that they were just as passionate too. And so there's a lot of aspects like the art form of it. Like we we always felt like we could like turn it up a notch and be really creative and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why not you know like we've always like as creatives you kind of have that Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. and
1: like the usually the people who are not who are usually the boss you know who are the client or whatnot they don't quite see what you see and so Mm -hmm. even though it is your job to convince them and show them but at the same time there's limitations there to how much you can show them. Right. Um, um, so that's what kind of happened over time. And so even when I was working there, I was like thinking about how do I improve as, as an artist? Um, and so, like I was saying, like when I was, even though I was doing video stuff, I've always had this passion to do, make music. And it was like a natural thing for me. Like whenever I'm going through things, even if I'm happy, it was just like a way for me to express. I don't know why me expressing stuff was important for me, but I don't know. It was just like a thing for me. Like it was an important uh thing and um and it just it was like a muscle. Um, so yeah. okay,
0: like I you know, yeah. rappers are usually good with their words, right? And so you say right. express, so like for you it came in the form of writing or like, cause I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I listen to some of your lyrics. I'm like, yeah. how? And not just you, Uzuhan too. Like a lot of right. you guys. And I,
2: yeah,
0: I'm like, how do they do that? Like, like, right. like so smart and mm-hmm. clever. Like, yeah. Right. So, um, that, I would definitely, yeah. yeah,
1: I would definitely say to me, maybe it's just cause me, but uh, Uzuhan is more of the lyricist, I think. But like for me, it's like. Thank you for saying that. Um, That means a lot. But I've always felt like I'm not really good with words. Like, that's kind of like how I feel. Thank you for saying that. But I just feel like maybe I'm just good at sharing my being honest. Uh, Oh, okay. um, And I know there's... I'm not saying like, you know, it's not good. But you kind of develop that just by doing it trial and error um and i've always felt like my language isn't perfect in terms of like i don't think my english is perfect i don't think my korean is perfect Mm. going back to my 1.5 you know like i'm neither that's kind of how i feel but um yeah you just kind of do it and um what was the original question?
0: Oh, my question was like so yeah. for you like you know you said you yeah. you needed a way to express yourself. Yeah. And so like I know it came in a form of music, but like did this I'm guess what I'm asking is like for you as a as an artist mm-hmm. um does that come like do the beats come to you first or like does the uh. w- words come to you first or how did, When you, when you mm-hmm. say express, like, mm-hmm. what is that expression? Like, what's the form?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, early on, like, the words came first. Mm-hmm. Because I think I just had a lot of, a lot more questions when I was younger. And, mm-hmm. like, wonderment, I think. Not that I don't have those things now. But I think I just kind of wised up in some sense, too. And i've learned and i've seen with my own eyes and dealt it with my own heart and so some of those questions were answered and so i used to write a lot more without the beat back in the day Mm -hmm. but i started to really zero in on like the actual craft of music making and one thing this is like a helpful tip that i got from some of my colleagues was that i just had too many words like within the bars, you know, the beat, the BPM. Um, and it was just kind of like I was not flowing well. Like it was just more about like my heart
0: right, right. versus okay. the
1: actual uh, craft of the song. And so once I started to zero in at, of the actual craft of the song and like taking words out and, you know, like people talk about that too. It's like it's not really how much you put in, but it's about art is about how much you take out Mm. you're willing to take out and so when i started doing that like that's when i kind of started getting more used to writing to the beat Mm. and so the beat comes first now okay and so i started to imagine not that like i don't imagine and like being honest and express how i feel but it's more beat first and what that beat is Each beat is different, the mood and what it's saying and what the intention of the producer is different. Um, So, yeah, a lot of times what ends up happening is I just kind of go with where the music takes me.
2: Mm.
1: And so it's like, oh, like I go in there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to write a love song. Sometimes I don't go in there and that's not what I get at times, even though I intend to go in at, at as the love song like okay. that's not what happens and so um yeah so i write to the beat more okay so it really okay. depends yeah.
3: yeah
0: yeah um okay so sorry for that little sidebar that's but right. um yeah so you were saying you felt like you were out at times outgrowing where you mm-hmm. were in your job right. um and you know your creative expression was kind of coming through um and then what what were you saying what happened next
1: yeah so so what i was saying is that that backdrop is important because i was looking for opportunities and and one thing good about this profession is that you meet a lot of people Mm. um and you meet a lot of interesting people it doesn't have to be a lot but a lot of people that you wouldn't you wouldn't have never met if it wasn't uh because of this and so um you know and Sorry, also this being
0: videography or vi- this being music? both both okay both okay both <laughs> you know
1: and and i think this is like where kind of my faith comes into is that mm-hmm. you know i think like um when you have faith you just kind of have this it's not a burden but you kind of have a feeling of like um you know like not everybody can be like a missionary like of the traditional sort but you want to do something for god and, and you know like you want to matter in some ways and i think everybody can relate with that in some sense like you want to matter mm-hmm. and so you're and i i just think that's how humans are we we're never satisfied and we want to keep growing and you know make a difference and so i felt like that's one of the things i felt like outgrew me from that job and so I was looking for opportunities. And what happened was I um, went into a random concert with, with our mutual friend, Edward, mm-hmm. um, when he was rapping uh, by the name of Captivated. Shout yes. out to Captivated. But um, so I met him. He, he's also a uh, UGA grad, a um, lot behind, a lot younger than us, but um <laughs> so I had met him uh, previously because of music, because we both uh, was, you know, rapping. And so I went to go support him. And he opened up uh, with this band called Amp, Amp Movement. Uh, Shout out to them, too. Uh, And, you know, as you know, Amp is uh, consisted of, at the time, Jayhan, Uzuhan, and Samok, and CL, and those three guys um, was in the... uh, hip-hop group together and so it was a show i didn't go with any expectation originally to just to support edward and mm-hmm. his, uh, his show but um we just ended up having uh like after the show we just all kind of kicked it together and i realized like a lot of things a lot of the hunger a lot of the um things that i had i shared with them with these guys and so um and at the time um um uh, they were traveling to Korea back and forth mm. uh, to perform and share music and um, almost also kind of do ministry as well. But um, so, yeah, so I started working with them as I was working at my job. And what ended up happening was I just kind of took a risk and jumped in wow. with them. Wow. So I became their videographer and um, and as I was making music at the same time. And I think we'll get into next. But that's how I started coming out to Korea um, with those brothers and, you know.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: wow. Interesting. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, and I say that because, like, you know, after talking to uh, Uzuhan and just knowing a little bit about AMP and their following, mm-hmm. too, I think it's really cool. I mean, that was god that's god right like
1: yeah it's definitely <laughs> and this is the stuff that i was saying is that wow your character i'm not saying i'm like this like angel of a person or like i'm so like good to people that's not what i'm saying but like um all this stuff like being humbled because like you don't have any opportunities or or like wow like i'm like there's a lot of growth that I need Mm. as a rapper or as a videographer, like those times are crucial. And even when you're doing at your best, like, you know, people are loving what you do. Like you, um, you know, have a good approach with humble approach and like, and you're for other people and things like that. Just all that like really matters. Mm. And not that like, like for me, like, I've kind of reached the like the Mount Everest of success or anything like that. But personally, I, I felt like a lot of my breakthroughs, uh, a lot of the next opportunities, like how that's how that was built. Um, not saying that, like my skills and things like. Like, of course, I needed those things, mm-hmm. but uh, I learned like all those skills don't matter if you are a jerk, nobody wants to, Absolutely. nobody's going to work with you. Yeah. And in In yeah. this industry, you need to work with people. Um, you need other people. Mm. I don't care what you do. You could rap all you want, but you need a producer.
2: Mm.
1: Um, maybe you produce yourself. You could do everything by yourself. You need other people to listen to your stuff. You're always dependent on other people. Um, so all that said, I, I feel like that's like the biggest lesson that I wanted to share, and that I'm still learning.
3: Yeah,
1: it's the character part, and so absolutely. it's really weird. Like, and and the skills will follow because, like, again, character stuff isn't just relate, uh, just like your personality stuff or, um, like a band aid. Like, oh, I'm a little bit angry. Like, not I'm not talking about just that, but like, um, yeah, all, all that follows, like your skills and your desire to be better at what you do, yeah. it starts with that, like character. Sure. And so, mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. And so, I started, you know, and even me taking that risk and leaving that comfort zone mm-hmm. of leaving a monthly income, uh, check, all that, like, it was daunting. But I realized I valued more of that more so than like security, right. it's weird. I know it's weird, but yeah, it's like uh, I guess creatives are kind of uh, um, dreamers at heart.
0: No, they definitely are. Yeah. yeah,
1: and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. And it's really about what you value. Like, do mm-hmm. you value money and security over everything? Which is, if you know, if you don't let that be, like get to your head you don't let that ruin you like yeah i mean it's a it's a adamant it's a respectable route and you know it's perfectly fine but i also think that the other part of chasing after like it's not something like you you, you know it's like it's like floating in the air like it's, it's perfectly fine um you know and it's okay and you can embrace it and I just think there's just something more important to than just um, that you know to certain people um, those are, things are more important. Yeah. Like Living and living with passion mm-hmm. and being happy at your job, whatever it is. And so, I it feel like all I'm sound like,
0: like important things to me. But yeah. I, I but of course, yeah, there is definitely sure. two sides to it. Yeah. Um, you know. So as you are, you know, you said you took the risk and you decided to kind of be all in and be their videographer for AMP, for AMP, right? Yeah. Okay. And then um, like in doing that, you know, uh, I'm not sure what... You know, since we're talking about, like, surviving and, like, having financial stability, like, as far as that, was there ever a time in these moments, even though you loved what you're doing, that you, like, doubted or, like, questioned your situation?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was doubting all the time. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It was, I'll just say, like, I wasn't, like, I was questioning a lot. I was um, still, right now, even now, I told Mm -hmm. you, like, I'm in transition. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. And I'm always questioning, mm. you know, praying and wondering, like God, what do you want me to do? Right, you know? right. There's a sense of dependence there, mm. uh, for sure. But, um, but I try not to let it become anything more than that. Yeah. Sometimes it does, but it plays a factor.
2: Mm.
1: Whatever you, whatever profession, whatever you decide to do in your life, for sure. Like you're always in fear of some kind but it's about how to dealing how how you deal with that fear and so right. fear is okay how it's do you right.
0: deal with it
1: um different ways you know sometimes i just fear i just end up fearing yeah <laughs> um but you know i just for me personally i just you know go to you know my faith i pray mm. pray to god and um but also i depend on other like-minded brothers yeah um and talk with them Mm. um and just like pick their brains about certain things or as i share as i vent or share my heart like they understand and and help me process they also vent to me
3: yeah
1: um it it could be really simple just eating good food not thinking about you know certain situations and getting back to it um go for a walk um, and most important thing is you just make a decision right Um, I don't know how other people do it but personally I just uh, it's just so nice having a faith because you kind of let go of certain things mm. and once you let go you're able to let go of certain things meaning like that it's okay like your life you are loved you are taken care of and that because God is good all the time, like he got you, yeah, and just you know like personally, like that you don't know how much peace like ultimately in having that in your backdrop, like wow, so so then you're able to make certain decisions, knowing that man he, there's no failure in decisions,
2: mm, yeah.
1: unless you do something bad, like like <laughs> you, you 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 disobey a law, or you know, I'm not talking about that, but like. You make a decent decision, whatever it is. Like for me, like, like going on this adventure or taking that leap of faith to leave my job and go with these uh, other musicians who also don't have money. <laughs> but, but what we shared was we had a dream and we, we had this passion yeah. um, to share music and share lives and make a difference um, in that way. Uh, There's all kinds of ways, but like, but I couldn't have done that without having that in the backdrop, like knowing that, man, like there's no wrong decision here. If I, cause I'm in what they say, the will of God, like everything I do because I'm with him, I'm good. Like there's no wrong decision here. And um, yeah, I mean, you can make better decisions, but like, and you can, you develop wisdom over the years, like, you know, but I realize there's no regrets, and so you let that kind of uh, wash over you, or you let it kind of sit with you, and you're able to have peace, knowing that you know I'm good. You know, this was meant to be.
0: No, absolutely. It's which yeah. is again like believing in the bigger purpose of life is right less burdening, I think, on a person to yeah yeah that's good well okay so you're going back and forth from korea to the states and at what point like yeah like did you decide i mean you said 2018 yeah is when you moved there but like Mm -hmm. what was the factor
1: so i started actually even thinking about going not moving initially but even going in the year of 2014 so I started working for the my first job in 2011, Mm -hmm. and um, around that—that's the year that I met uh, these guys. And uh, so, at the time, they were kind of going too, and so it kind of intrigued me. Um, And I think I don't know if other listeners can relate, but I just think automatically, growing up as an Asian American or Korean American, you kind of have a heart for the motherland. Um, and I was, as I was sharing earlier, like even me, like early on, I was looking into the East with like the music and the inspiration and, um, and, you know, like you kind of look to the dramas and, oh, there's another person that looked like me and, oh, they can act and they could sing just as well, or, you know, like you, you kind of look to that. And so, and for me in particular, like I've, uh, came, uh, when I was 10. And so I've had memories of, uh, my hometown,
3: yeah,
1: kwachan uh, is where I, I grew up, and you know I grew up in other places too, but that's what I remember.
2: I see. Yeah. Um,
1: and so kwachan was like this, like I had a road map in my head of mm-hmm. my old mm-hmm. town where I used to like run around with other kids, and it was such a fun time for me, and and I'm sure with other people too. The childhood is very important, so I've always had this like thing, like i wonder what changed or it was like kind of romantic like thing Mm. for me like i've always imagined and and for some reason i've never went back and so for 19 years i didn't go back or visit um always envied people who got to travel back and like ate up the foods and visit the stuff and
2: yeah
1: um but you know i but for me like i personally had like i was born there so i've had this like uh dreams of going back and and had a big heart i think and so that was there before even i met um amp and so um crazy because like but i didn't know how i could go back like when when do i do that you know Mm. i just i just had this fear you know like uh, even just if even just to visit like i didn't know i could do that and so um but i think in a way, God answered my prayers in the form of, it's crazy because, like, at the same time, I was praying for, like, help me to meet like-minded people. like minded
3: people.
1: Yeah. Um, and then so God kind of like blessed me with fellow brothers and also this opportunity to see and travel back. Yeah. And so, 14, that's when I started kind of thinking. And it was in 15, uh, 2015, when I first went after I had left my job and um but prior to then we were doing a lot of stuff like we were uh i was traveling with them in various places and and at the time they were also moving to atlanta to relocate oh that's right yeah Yeah, yeah. and so yeah we were i was you know making music uh personally and helping these guys because even though they were amped um, Sam and James they've had their own individual careers right. in terms of being an artist themselves mm-hmm. and so I would help them um, with their um, videos and um, you know I've had documentaries that I've I've shot for them and a mm. um, lot of good stuff a lot of uh, you could check it's still up there on YouTube but um, no,
0: I'll definitely check it out
1: yeah, yeah on Good Fruit YouTube page but yeah so that that's what happened is started kind of traveling 15 we would travel um in spurts like so months we would go and one month spend there and then come back and then go there during summer or winter just things like that so that's when i started like dreaming like oh this is actually a possibility for me Mm. because up to then like i had no nothing like Mm. i had no idea what korea is like and um, I think every Korean can relate relate with this. Like when you go to Korea, like... Cousins that you never thought you had... They're there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you never knew you had this much family. But... But... Um, it's kind of sad, but... They're just cousins. Um, depends on the family, but usually like... They're just cousins.
0: Right, so right, right.
1: They're not really there to... You can't depend on them if I can mm. just say that. Mm-hmm, and so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, so... Yeah you moved to korea in yeah. 2018 and like you already have something set up or you're you're just like looking for jobs
1: yeah so i never thought that i would actually try to live out here but really no <laughs> i i i didn't think that was kind of possible and um i mean keep in mind too like even though like i i tend to be a dreamer and all that like I'm not saying that being a dreamer doesn't mean like you are out, out, like out of tune with reality.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. And so
1: like um I'm not saying I'm super old but like I felt like it's like it was like during that time is when I was started to enter my 30s. Mm. Like and so like I was kind of like afraid too just cuz mm-hmm. like I wanted to like one day have a family too. Yeah. Yeah. And be in a relationship to eventually get there and think about marriage and things like that, which is something that I value personally. And so um just as a man and all that, like I was just kinda like just in fear. Like like man, when do I do that? How can mm-hmm. I do that doing this? And so um so I, I didn't think that Korea I would do that. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that like uh work like coming out of that work was enough for me. Like right, you know, right. but um but I started coming to Korea a lot. Like it's what happened what started happening was like I would gear my uh year, calendar year, um uh, based on my trips to Korea. Cause uh, just even in 2016, 17, like like in a year, I would travel to Korea like two times, three times.
3: That's a lot.
1: And that's a lot. I mean, I'm not talking about like... I know there's people that travel a lot more than that to, than me. But that's a lot for me.
0: No, that's you know? a lot. I, that's, yeah, yeah. I think for a normal person, that would be a lot to go back right. and forth. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and so like literally, it would be like... I come back. So let's say, you know, I went January to February. And... Uh, we have a trip coming up during the fall. Then the the remaining months, I would literally prepare for going.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And so like I was preparing my mind, my heart, and also like material, whatever, like to, to, and even, and, 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 and that time, like I started to, um, um, like, that's when I kind of grew a lot too, just as a musician,
2: mm-hmm. as, as a
1: rapper. And so I started to perform as well uh, while I was, go with these trips and so um, I had a lot of things to work on before and um, and I didn't just do that so I had to do a lot of freelance work as well so it's really interesting what you do um, what kind of comes before you um, and you never know what kind of relationship like uh, borns like opportunity for work and things like that and so I did a lot of different types work for different people um to kind of support this kind of i guess mission or uh, what what we wanted to do
0: right right
1: and so yeah it, it never dawned on me that i could do it but because i started going so much and i started to kind of you know like like literally prepare like the whole year i would prepare to go to korea it's like that's when it started to kind of Sparked this idea, and and the guys, those guys, um, really kind of helped with that too. They're the Mm -hmm. ones who kind of encouraged me a lot. Like, hey, Juan, you should do that. You should think about it. And, but yeah, I mean, I I just just I was just going to Korea so much that, like, that's when like that idea was born, and so. People in Korea and also just back home would kind of encourage me. Hey, you should try doing that. And so mm.
2: that's
1: when I um, just did it. But I didn't have any plan.
0: So, okay. Yeah. Just to clarify yeah. for me. like your Like, the encouragement to go to Korea was to, like, start your career in Korea? Or what was, like, the... Do you know what I'm asking you? Um.
1: Yeah, so... so, um, Yeah, I'm sorry, because it's like, for me, like, music and videography always kind of um, went hand-in-hand. Hand. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, so of course. I think the listeners might be confused, like, what's he, you know, doing? Um, but they always went hand-in-hand, hand and... Um, so I wanted to go to Korea to... Um, try to grow my uh, platform in terms of as a rapper
0: okay okay
1: Um, but also um, I needed to pursue videography as well in order to support that okay and but videography wasn't just like a job to me either so it was like a dual thing right Um, so I know it could be kind kind of confusing but I wanted to pursue both and some of the opportunities that I got um came from both and Mm. um I don't see like um as a rapper though like I think just being a rapper alone wasn't enough for me to like open doors like that Mm -hmm. it was always this dual thing that I had kind of opened Mm. uh, doors for me from it's what I realized is is um yeah so I went to pursue both I wanted to become Like grow my skills and uh, my uh, like connections, or you know, like that platform here as also as a video artist, right? And also as a rapper as well. So it's like a dual thing. Okay. Um.
0: Um. So you had no plan. Had no plan. Super. um, Like not my personality at all. Yeah. Um, but so I'm like, you know, for me, when I hear something like that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's so, again, (laughs) brave and a little bit crazy. Um, but at the same time, like, I feel like you also knew what you're getting yourself into kind of like, you you know, um, but yeah, I mean like, so how did you find work? You know, I know you're doing music too, but like, how did you find the freelance work or, or I guess you said you were working at a um, smaller music, yeah, production company. How did you even yeah. get that job?
1: So I feel like a lot of this. I'm not sure if uh, the listeners can use me as a model. Um, oh no, but, but it's
0: still I'm <laughs> sure going to be super interesting. So yeah, I'm yeah. Excited. No, I mean,
1: <laughs> and this is why I talk about the character stuff a lot. It's because a lot of the opportunities that for me personally happened is because of, like, the connections that I've built. And mm-hmm.
2: so
1: I did not look for this, this even this entertainment um, firm. Like, I did not look for it. It just kind of fell on my lap because
2: wow.
1: um, of the people that I met. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it was just really random. And, um, yeah, and so literally... Um, I don't recommend this, but if you have to do it, you you should. I just kind of followed after my heart in some sense too, but because I was coming to Korea so much that I was just kind of like, why is this happening? Like, at some p- points, like I wasn't even looking and it just kind of like, you know, it was just happening a lot. And so I was just like, because of where I was in life, I wanted to figure it out. If not now, I don't know if I can do it later on. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of went for it. And then I also, to myself, and I also pray to God saying, Lord, I don't know why like uh, I'm going or what it is. Do you have purpose? I still don't know why I came here. But I'm not going to go back until I literally can't eat anymore. That, that's mm-hmm. what I said. That's what I, it took for me. Mm-hmm. And I, t- I needed to also figure it out, too, for myself. And so that was important.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I didn't want to have any regrets. And so I just kind of went for it. And, yeah, I did have some plans, like, okay, where am I going to be at for a month and things like that. I had those kind of plans. But as far as, like, um, you know, I was going to try to freelance and things like that. But, um, but what happened was um there was this uh connection that we've made um to a um person of influence and he kind of knew my situation Mm -hmm. like we had this previous relationship and
0: are you allowed to tell me who this person is
1: well i mean yeah maybe i should maybe it would make more sense but
0: i think i know who it is
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so um so I work for the company. I ended up working for is Kwon Entertainment, and so um, I ended up Kwon Entertainment is owned by uh, an influencer in Korea named Haha. Haha ha is no, because I
0: noticed on your social yeah. media he right. like was commenting. I'm like, oh, like, what is this connection? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah.
0: How does he know Haha? Ha? But then, okay, <laughs> cool. Wow. Right. Okay. Really underplayed it, but yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Keep yeah. I, you know,
1: I. You know, it's not like a. For me, it's just like. It's not a source of like. You know.
0: I know it's not for yeah. you, Juan, but for me it is. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. But also, there's a lot of like layers of uh, things that I can't share and like.
0: Which is fine.
1: You know, I just like, was super personal curious. stuff as well too. Yeah. So. But at the same time, like. Um, I can say that um, like that's yeah that's that's what happened and um, so we've like the, the way the reason why I got connected with him is because of like me traveling with these guys to I Korea see. with amp. so yeah with amp and uh-huh. for some reason like um, he like somebody connected us and so um, haha you know he's a good he's a good guy and so like he would um he's a he's he's older than us so Mm. he would be like a good young and Mm. um he's already kind of known as you know as a nice guy in the industry and i can say he is and so he's just kind of a brotherly older brotherly kind and so Mm. so yeah we had this previous um, um relationship and so um you know it wasn't like best friend level type no no way but but it was still like enough to for him, um, and he like he's seen some of my work, mm. uh, my video stuff that I would do for myself and for um, others, and for some reason like like he liked my stuff, and so when in our meeting we're just hanging out, um, and then he just asked like, "What's up? Like, what? Why are you doing here at this time and whatnot?" And so I shared with him. Um, My intent of -hmm. trying to try to be out here and he in in that meeting, like he just kind of uh, he knew what I was able to do. And so he actually I guess he took a leap of faith as well and he extended an invitation to try to work together. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so that that's what I um, that's what I did for two years. Um, That's crazy. And it was it was great.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just feel like um, so in that sense, you know, working for Quan, what is it? Mm-hmm. What's the... Quan Entertainment? Yeah. Quan Entertainment yeah. um, for the last two years. And you said, you know, um, you know, with music and video, it kind of goes hand in hand um, for you. Like, so what was your job with them? Like, were you doing music videos, or what kind of stuff were you doing?
1: Yeah, so I was. Just pretty much making any video that would um, help promote um, the artists within the label.
0: That's right. You mentioned um, so, that. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, it's all right. And I would. I made a lot of... I made a few videos. Um, I think pretty much by the time I came out uh, from Kwan, like I pretty much made... Uh, for all the artists there, I made something for them.
2: Mm. Each
1: artist. Um, so... I was able, honored, and uh, glad that I was able to do that. Um, but that, that's what I did—just anything, any. Mostly, the my primary thing was music, music videos, in-house mm-hmm. music video director. But um, anything other than that, like, because we're not always shooting music videos, and so right. anything that promotes um, the uh, the label and the artist and. I did a lot of... uh, Back when we were able to have shows, (laughs) um, before COVID, like, uh, summer was a big part uh, of a lot of festivals and stuff. And so I would go to these festivals and I would just film. Mm. And I would put these things together and use, you know, and we would use it to market and things like that. So that's, that's what I did.
0: So for somebody that, you know, uh, just knowing your background now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean
0: for me, from where I stand, it just seems like a very ideal job. Like yeah. for someone that loves music and loves um the production of video and the marriage of the two of them. Like did you feel that way while you're working there? Like were you like, yeah, I mm-hmm. think this is something I'm really enjoying at this time?
1: Yeah, I, I really did enjoy my experience um but i would say that this is not to like downgrade any uh places that i work but there's no perfect place to work that's one one thing and Uh so like there's pros and cons and so um um, like i did grow a lot in my experience in the two years and um it was in a way a perfect place Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like even they will be able to tell me, how do how do I put this? Like because I, I'm doing rap and music, there or music and videography. There's always this like, um, like a fine line um, mm. between the two. Right. And so there is that challenge. So the question was like. What are you, are you asking? Wasn't it a perfect place? Oh, that, so I mean question?
0: like, you know, for yeah. me, f- just listening. Yeah. It just seems like a really good marriage of the two, right? Like mm-hmm. just sustaining right. your work mm-hmm. like and having a income. Yeah. And also like, because you said, you know, when even when you're in high school, a lot of your videos were driven by music, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, what you're explaining in the place you worked at for 2 years in some sense like it seems ideal. Right. You know, because of your love for both things.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: maybe you're saying it wasn't as ideal as you thought it may it was
1: like would be. Right.
0: Is that what you're saying?
1: I mean, it's it's also cuz I think like it's not anything it doesn't have anything to do with like the company itself
0: right right
1: right but it's just also just how the industry is sure yes and also just being out in korea okay so
0: so like maybe the environment wasn't ideal for you
1: yeah yeah just the you know the uh, environment like again just fitting in
0: I guess, try to refit in
1: back into the Korean way of things.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, Um, I feel like even... I mean, again, I know nothing. I know nothing about Korea, honestly. I uh just know what I hear and what people tell me. And I feel like it would just... In such a demanding industry, too, it would be really stressful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the thing thing about it is that you're not the only person that's stressed. And so... Everybody is stressed. Right. And so results is somewhat everything in these types of places. And the thing is like, it doesn't have anything to do with like the people themselves. Like they, like every place that I worked, Quan, the, the first job or wherever, like every client that I work with, they're all good people. Like I've, I don't think I've worked with any like crooks. Mm. Like, I've, I've never worked with anyone like that, thankfully. But it's just people like, like you know, it's just, unfortunately, there's challenges. It's just, nothing's perfect. And so, especially for a place like Korea, like, there's a lot of pressure. And a lot of comparing, comparisons.
3: Sure, yeah.
0: A
1: lot of, there's a structure here that you kind of abide and, you know, it's slowly and, but surely, it's, like, coming out. Like, Korea is, like, on its way out of mm-hmm. certain molds.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's kind of hindering some creativity. Mm-hmm. Um And not saying that western work uh culture is like the most healthy either Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but there's some pros of like uh western culture work um that i feel like it could be beneficial um you know just just being able to speak your mind freely without certain like um condemnation yeah of some you know some sorts um so yeah there's definitely but it's not limited to just work um, but just the environment here right and like for me um that was there but but the thing is it's like that's there everywhere um Mm. and i feel like every company has that kind of challenge and for me personally it was just also like there's other factors too that was right. important to me.
2: Right.
1: If career and all that was just the most important thing, then then I think it, it might be different, but I think um yeah, I don't think no human being is just like that either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. Mm, yeah. Interesting.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I am like I'm super grateful. And for me, like there's still like every place that I worked, their family to me still like they mm-hmm. they. Um, I don't talk to them all the time, but like, um, but we. I have like, like, yeah, they're they're you know they're still friends and brothers, and so I'm just grateful for each um, avenue and um, yeah. That's that's what you kind of realize too. What you learn, you know, is um it'll be great if you just end up working for one place and rest of your life thing but um you should also embrace the fact that um yeah in your part of your journey there's going to be a lot of different uh path and within that path there's also a lot of different uh opportunities and um so as long as you're open to that kind of thing um you should be straight,
0: yeah, yeah, um, man. I feel like there's so many layers to your story and there there I, it really is yeah. <laughs> i I hope we were able to talk about kind of at least the key points, and I think you shared a lot of insight on just even for me, I feel like the piece on your character
2: mm-hmm. and
0: building that is something that will help in any whether you are creative or not you know like yeah. i think that piece for me is um yeah extremely like wise mm-hmm. and um i wanted to ask you you know maybe for somebody uh, listening right now to your story and um maybe they're whether maybe they're a creative right and like they Um, aren't a big risk taker like they're not really a big risk taker Um, yeah how would you encourage them to take more risks
1: man that's a good question
0: (laughs) (laughs) because like I feel like yeah
1: it's a really good question
0: you just don't know until you do it but at the same time right? I can look at your life Yeah, And wouldn't you say the risk was worth it?
1: It, It's definitely... uh, For me, it was worth it. But I would like to also say that it doesn't come without its fears. Mm. Um, And, you know, like for me, like... um, When I look back, like... None of those things were guaranteed for me. And so... I'm just filled with a lot of like thankfulness. Mm. Um, but it was worth worth it. It was rich, really rich. and um, I think at the end of the day, you have to kind of ask yourself like the deeper questions in life. That's what I feel like. I know it's kind of getting deep, but like, like your profession, what you do you know there's like you say it's multi-layered because like why wh- why do you do what you do mm-hmm. you know like why do you get up in the morning and like why do you decide to do that why do you decide to eat this versus that it's like there's so many like things and so like i think that's a important question you have to keep asking yourself As like the foundation like why do you want to take risks like what's mm-hmm. the purpose like what do you want to do like like And it's something I'm trying to figure out myself. And I've kind of embraced that fact that there's always going to be some kind of underlying risk factor in life.
3: Yeah.
1: Like today, I'm going to step out. There's a risk, you know. And so it's like you embrace that, that there's always going to be a risk. There's never going to be a time in your life that it's going to be without risk, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know how encouraging that is, but... I think just embracing that there is going to be risk always. Um, like, that's a very good question. Because how d- I don't even know how I can encourage myself. <laughs> sometimes.
0: Right. But it's so hard. It's so yeah.
1: Hard. I but, mean,
0: I feel I'm yeah, encouraged yeah. by you, you know. I feel like right. seeing that you took the risk and just trusting. I mean, trusting. Just trusting, you know. And I, yeah. and I there's Uh risk but there's faith too so um it goes hand in hand or even maybe faith is risky i don't know (laughs) so
1: whatever whatever you do what i'm trying to say is you have to kind of figure it out for yourself and so Mm -hmm. for me it was it was faith had a lot to do with every a lot of my decisions and the decisions that i make and so and that's the thing it's like what do you want is it money okay if it's money which is which is not money is not like itself evil what you do with it is can be evil but in and of itself it's not it can be a good thing and so if that's what you want to do then um you know i think like you have to make certain compromises sure yeah and like but what is your focus and Mm -hmm. so for me like money wasn't definitely wasn't like the primary uh inspiration for me like in fact what i valued more i think this is a good point too is that if you value that, then you should take that path. Um, but I think like for me, freedom is what I valued more. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to it, it's like I want to be free uh, to do what I like to do. And I know money plays definitely a factor in that, but that, that, that's not the reason, you know. And so, um, so I think freedom you know and and i know there's rare cases like you blow up you make it and you know you kind of live that dream life or that everybody dreams of but i think like you know that's kind of a rarity and even within that there's issues Mm. things that you have to do to maintain it Um, like certain compromises were made to to get there but like I don't know if all that makes sense or if it's any encouraging but one like risk is part of life you just have to take it and know that you're already taking risks um small or big but uh you have to figure out what you want and also it's okay to not have it all together but i think like you have to kind of as you take a risk like you have to um have a sort of like, have a. You have to depend on something,
3: yeah. In
1: some sense, like, yeah. if it's just your like, it's gonna be okay. Kind of feel you have to depend on some sort of, you know, something like that.
2: Yes, you know. But for me, it was saying. faith. You yeah. know,
1: like you have to kind of do that, and for sure. the, as that grows more, like your ability to take. Uh, risk and i know that for some people like it seems more risky but to me at this point like it doesn't seem that risky it's just you don't even think of it like that at certain points it's just you just do it right, you know, you just, like, <laughs> right. do it right and it's right. like right. A, it just comes natural you know for and sure. um and that's the thing like i don't have this all figured out i just realized um there's definitely fear that comes into play. But um, I think, like, like I enjoy the challenge, but at the same time, there's fear. But it's just, I enjoy the, the adventure as well. Mm. And so, um, I don't know what the, the future is like, but um, I think that's part of the adventure. But um, But it's definitely rich, though. Rich with many, um, many things that I've ever been able to experience. Had I not taken that leap of faith, like I don't, I don't regret it at all. Regret it at all. Yeah. Um, even just, uh, just like, like the types of people that I've been able to meet. Mm. You know, it's like it's really like, what do you value? You know, like, do you value community? Do you value uh, people? like what is it you have to figure it out um and so for me uh i value those things and so Mm -hmm. um i think i don't regret it at all because just the experience and also just the the uh, richness of those things that comes with that experience and also just like the the people that you you're left with like the the bonds and um connections that you're able to build and it's it's not just a season thing like for me it's a lifelong thing at least I try to make it I don't Mm -hmm. know about the people that I meet but for me like like when they look at me but for me it's lifelong like if I meet you like I make a connection and it's all love and it's all good and you know like I try to make it a lifelong thing and so yeah I know it's just we're talking about music and video stuff but as for Wan Jiang, like for me personally, like, I think many, I think many creatives feel that way too, just because we kind of tend to be, these things are important. Yeah. And these things we put into our arts. Like, what else do we put into our arts besides our life and our honesty, our fears? And so I use all of this to express it into my art. And I don't know how everything works, but some mysterious way people are able to listen to those things and like value those things and you know, it's it's a mysterious thing and, 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 and I think <clears throat> I don't know how to explain it, but that's what I enjoy as well. Like the, yeah the Connection and
0: yeah And I think yeah. you did a great job explaining it actually. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know understand yeah. Um well we're kind of coming to the end of our time together
2: sure.
0: um but uh you know you shared a lot of good advice and i usually ask people oh like do you have any advice for but i feel like you um hit a lot of amazing points and mm-hmm. but i did want to ask you know in this next transition for you i'm wondering if you have thought about i don't know if you, i i don't know if you have a plan which yeah <laughs> um but it's is, is perfectly fine um but i'm just curious about like just is your mission the same like your heart like what Mm. like what are some of your goals coming back to the states
1: right you know i know that like you know i shared a lot of lofty things a lot of ideas and it could be a little confusing and and it's just kind of some somewhat all over the place but i think ultimately like you know for me, yeah, I mean, the heart of it stays the same in that I just wanna. Um, I know it can sound kind of cliche, but I wanna be happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's one. But what I mean by that is different for a lot of people. But, um, and for me, like I keep saying for me, but like my faith has a play in that. Like, how do I be happy? Well, from my understanding, is to glorify God and enjoy him forever and so it's you know I know that uh, Christians share that with each other that's kind of like the ultimate purpose but um, I just realized that you know I feel like God has gifted me with certain uh, gifts Mm. and I guess that's what you call calling or whatnot but you know, I was able to fortunately figure that out and uh, music and and expression, video and things like that will always play a part. So, yeah, my heart, uh, my intention, my mission, if I can call it that, will stay the same. But I've always, that's number one, but I just wanted to, um, yeah, I just wanted to be blessed and also be a blessing to others. And how do I do that? That's something I, I'm i not sure about. But as far as like just little plans, like, yeah, of course, like I plan to come back and look for opportunities to work in the video field and just continue to grow as an artist. Um, and also music will I, will, I will always make music in some format. Um, and that's the thing, like I know that you know, the goal, uh, I guess, I guess, again, it kind of falls back into like, like why, what's your intention of becoming an artist, like a rap- rapper or, or a singer, you know? But for me, the, the intention is ever, uh, always not necessarily like the success part. If it comes, great. Thank you. But if that's all your goal is, then you'll be uh, brought down to reality quick because Mm. in this industry even if you are talented like yeah it will take you places but um that's not the only thing you know that matters and uh, a lot of times like just because you're talented doesn't mean um you're gonna get heard or there's just so many what-ifs like you know what i mean so so there's a lot of dependence there so um yeah, the the mission stay the same, but I think, um, yeah.
2: No, <laughs> it stays yeah. The same. <laughs>
1: um,
0: well, I'm excited to yeah. have you back in America because maybe we can be friends. And then, <laughs> I thought and we were already good. friends. Oh, we're already friends. Sorry, lifelong yeah, yeah. friends from right. from what I understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, but so, for real, yeah, for real though.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, again, those are the, what I'm planning. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm working on an album right now.
0: Oh, you are?
1: Yeah, I'm working on an album. That's
0: exciting.
1: Yeah. And so...
0: When do you... you know, when's like the... Do you have a date in mind for release?
1: Maybe during the fall. Okay. Um, But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, like... My goal is just like... To whatever end. You know, it's just... You know, you ask a lot of creatives, why? Why do you do it? You just do it. (laughs) It's just a a part of you, you know? And so, you know, regardless of the results, it's the same thing for me. So I'm going to keep, no matter where you are, it don't matter if you're in Africa or in Europe or America, Korea, like, you know, for me, like, um, I just want to be faithful to each season in my life and be able to share that. and. If people can uh, be blessed or like that, that's great. Yeah. Yeah.
3: For sure.
0: Okay. Oh, sorry. I just one okay. que- One quick question. So, Go do ahead. you still produce your own music?
1: No, no, I don't. I don't produce my stuff anymore. I used to when I was younger, but I think, like, you know, with with that, like, um, t- just personally, I felt like it's better to depend on others because right. <laughs> they're better producers but I personally though that's one of my goals though to um, get better at that too get back I see, doing I see.
0: that I'm just curious um, so like yeah. you go to a studio and you like make your music there?
1: no 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 um, studio meaning like it could be your home so like I have okay. a home okay, like, okay. Set up, and, and so, then you
0: just do it at home and then you send it to somebody?
1: yeah so I work with like Some certain people and Uh i usually like uh, right now because i'm in seoul like i work with some people in the states and um especially now just the season that we're in Uh a lot of just uh, skype meetings and things right 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 um yeah and it's it's this is another podcast but (laughs) as you progress in your career in your path like you meet a lot of interesting people and Mm -hmm. you stay connected and you build uh with them and and so for me, like, uh, I'm still growing in that part in that path. Like I've yet to meet everyone that I want to meet or who knows who I will meet in the future, but, right. um, yeah, you, you work with them and you communicate and, um, it really depends on your gifting and what you're good at. But for me, like, I just try to focus on actual, the rap part and the making of the song and, um, but I definitely chime in if if I work with the producer uh-huh, uh-huh. I give advice and and you know it's like the music is being made for you for your artistry, and right. so you have to voice your um, opinion and your preference and what you want to try to express at that time and so yeah, just going back and forth yeah yeah I record it, send it, and back and forth and but if it's in the studio, obviously all of that is done in one in, spot. I see, in spicy in house,
0: man. You, for real though, Wanjang part two, next time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, stay, stay, stay tuned, and yeah, it's, you know, I think you're just gonna get this type of conversations though. Like I don't know, like with other artists that you meet, but I think there's a lot of like, like almost like spiritual level of stuff, like layers, you know, and it, that kind of stuff is important just because like for me as you are asking about my life it's like man like why did you do this why did you do that like what made you decide that why did you risk that it's like man it's so like you know i tend to be very honest too and so it's like you're cutting through a lot of like spiritual things as well and um and it's it's crazy because there's a lot of like i don't know either kind of questions myself and so yeah so it's like Well, I
0: hope it was good. Well, um Yeah. Would you be okay, Juan, with if someone was like maybe interested in like learning more about what you do or even like I feel like there could be people that have questions about um like even you know, moving to Korea and yeah. starting a life there, would you be okay t- uh to be connected with them through me?
1: No, yeah, I wouldn't mind. I mean if I could be a value of some some way yeah then for sure
0: that's awesome well hey guys thanks so much for listening today to today's episode um, you heard it here you know Juan is open to chatting with you if you have any questions um, feel free to so- DM me through social media or you can email me at podcastwigu at gmail.com Juan thank you so much for your time thank today you. thank and your for heart and your transparency you're awesome
1: See thank you alright guys until next time bye not look bye guys Peace. Peace. Now that you told a joke, could you turn the time back? Do remind me how I used to be like that? Just like this time. Man, she got molly bonnet G-Mask. She got an elbow, that's your dollar job, bruh. Give it to me right back. Just like this time. got I need it now that she told a joke, could you turn the time back? Do remind me how I used to be like that? Just like this time. Man, she got molly bonnet G-Mask. She got an elbow, that's your dollar job, bruh. Give it to me right back. Just like this
2: time.